Hi everyone, this is Psychic Medium Miss Sarah from the Psychic Medium School. I am so excited today because we have our special guest Sarah Jordan here with us. Uh, she's also known as Zelda Barons. We talked with her a little while back about her book, The Rich Witch, or Rich Witch. Uh, that's available on Amazon and it was uh, awesome. You can watch that, uh, rewatch that on YouTube. It's uh, the Skyrocketing Prosperity video. And so today we're going to talk to her about some of the things she's got going on. But first, I want you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. My husband said we should call this show Two Psychic Sarahs. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's so that's um, those of you that are just um, watching us live for the first time. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Some of you might know me by my pen name, which is Zelda. And um, I went into that a little bit on our last interview about the Rich Witch book. But I'll, I'll mention again that the reason I started that four years ago was because I was um, reading on the psychic hotlines and they didn't want fear to hold me back. So I just stepped into this alter ego, which is me with a different name. And also because skeptics can block your abilities. I didn't want to feel that backlash, but I am coming out as me <laughs> more and more. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. And uh, Sarah helped, Sarah Harvey helped uh, drag me out of hiding and I'm really glad for that. <laughs> so now you've been doing a lot lately since we've talked to you last and there was things that you had in the works that we were, kind of keeping under wraps until uh, you knew exactly when your release date was going to be and that type of thing. But one of the things that Sarah actually specializes in that we didn't really talk all that much about uh, is psychic development. And I'm going to let her tell us, what have you been doing in, since we talked to you last? Okay, so I in every field that I've been in in my life, I always go toward mentoring and teaching. It's just like I don't know why I am a life path 11. I'm sure that has something to do with it, but I just love helping other people step into their own confidence and make better decisions and connect more with themselves, their relationships, and just avoid the common pitfalls. So those are the benefits of being more intuitive. And really, um, this is something that some of my friends have said, like, I love how you put it because we all have an intuition, even those left brain thinkers like scientists, my husband, the computer programmer, they just don't call it intuition. They call it a gut feeling or a hunch. So I have a psychic development course that's coming out July 1st. Sarah Harvey has a special discount code. It's available for pre-sale. This info is so valuable. It's going to benefit you for the rest of your life. And the price is going to be going up in July when the course comes out. So the code that is Sarah Harvey. And we're going to share all the links underneath the video. Uh, but yeah, this is my personality is down to earth, easy, fun. That's the way I teach it. And that's the way that's what I intend for all my students to feel when they take the course. So what kinds of things do you cover within the course? So uh, we're going to be talking about, first of all, the subconscious mind. And really, this is where all your hidden goodies are stored. We're also going to be talking about addressing and clearing your fears. 
because this is a huge part. Um, it's the reason why some of us don't get started. It's why I gave myself a pen name. <laughs> We're gonna go over all the Claire's, clairvoyance, psychometry, clairaudience. Uh, there's gonna be practice exercises for each one. And it's gonna be, um, we're also going to really cover psychic protection big time. So how is the course? The course is actually pre-recorded or on demand. Is that right? Yes, yeah, it's pre-recorded. So okay. you can watch it over and over again. I have a Facebook group where you can connect with me and other students and ask me questions. And yeah. So what inspired you? You said you have a teaching background. What inspired you to put this course out? I was, I guess I was following the breadcrumbs, following my intuition, like what's next, what's next? Because I've been delivering readings professionally for the last four years and I really zeroed in on it last year. Last year I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm being led to do this full time. <laughs> and I dove in and I just really was like, I think it's something just clicked for me. And I have all these people that, that message me like in other groups, like I wanna be part of what you're doing. I wanna be your friend, I wanna meet you. And I was like, well, that's not always possible because we live far away, but I, my courses are always interactive and engaging. So I just thought, why not? So we've had questions. There are some questions in uh, the group about in a lot of newer, uh, people who are, this is one that we should cover. Besides, we're going to talk about fear versus intuition a little bit later, but one of the things that we get a lot is uh, ringing in your ears. When you're a beginner, like a baby Claire, uh, as I like to refer to them, uh, so what suggestion or what advice do you have for someone that has this ringing in their ears and they're not sure, they're just dipping their toe in the water? So for Claire audience, um, that's a sign of clear audience coming through. I would say you can ask yourself, um, ask yourself, because that's you are the source of all of this. Like intuition comes from inside you. And um, I'm, before I answer you, I'm going to say intuition is something that we all have. Psychic ability is like intuition to the extreme. It goes with each one of our physical senses. So clear audience is uh, clear hearing. And sometimes hearing ringing in your ears or hearing talking or hearing like almost like fuzziness, like static can mean that your clear audience is coming in. And there's a misconception that once you are just starting your clear audience, you're going to hear full sentences and stories. No, you're going to get little bits and pieces of information and then you're going to have to decode it like a puzzle. So my advice for you, I am not a doctor or medical expert, is just make sure that your ears are, you know, you can go for a free hearing test. At, I see free hearing test all over the place. Like, um, But yeah, just make sure your ears are fine. And, you know, if you are otherwise mentally healthy, it could be a sign that your clear audience is coming in, which is highly linked to creativity. And one exercise that I recommend that I, we will do together in the course, so... It's hard for me to do it right now since we're on this live, um, but it comes through a lot when we are listening to other things like 
drying your hair, there's like background noise, or if there's a fan on, or a loud air conditioner on, or you hear someone mowing the lawn, it comes through white noise a lot, at least for me. You know, that was my first, uh, as an adult anyway, that was my first indication that there was something different about me was that when I would go to sleep at night, I would hear music, uh, not lyrics, but music when I was running my fan at night. And I, I'd asked several people, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Like my friends and that. And, and of course the answer for them was no. And I just, I could not understand for the life of me why I was hearing those noises and why other people couldn't. So I'm glad that you answered that because that's a huge one. And I think when people come into the group and they're asking these types of questions, it really is case by case in a lot yes, of- exactly. We don't always have the same answer for everyone. Like you said, sometimes, right. sometimes they'll have medical issues. Sometimes it'll be um, spirit that's trying to contact them or sometimes- Right, it's just you're a medium, which I'm not, yeah. I'm not a medium expert. I'm, I'm just coming into my own medium skills, so I don't teach mediumship. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, at first I didn't really realize that I was a medium. And what happened is I actually started just working with meditation and opening my third eye. And it was clairvoyance then became, now it's like my second, secondary clair. What is your primary clair? I forget. It's, is it clair? It's clairvoyance. clairvoyance. Yeah, I see. Ever since I was a kid, I thought everyone saw colors everywhere and everyone saw flashes of light when they go to bed and everyone saw auras until I was like, I think like 10 or 11, I pretty much thought everyone saw that. Everyone was like you. That's like yeah, and when I was like, oh, I'm a weirdo. So I'm used to being like the odd one out. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way about clear audience. I think we when we hear that or we're getting communication, it's so easy to to think to ourselves that that's like a normal thing or like really common, not nor I shouldn't say normal. Normal is an odd concept anyway, yeah, but, yeah. but it, that it was something that a lot of people experienced and that's not necessarily the case. So when it comes to developing, what are reasons people would want to develop their intuition and their intuitive just makes your life flow better you don't you still sometimes will have doubts but you're you're just gonna feel guided you're gonna be able to make better decisions because you'll know okay this does not feel like the right way uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the term right and wrong even though the universe knows there is no right and wrong you'll eventually get there it's all about learning but you're gonna make better decisions you're going to feel more connected in your relationships and you're gonna choose the right people the right relationships, you're going to just be led on on your path. It just makes life so much easier. And I think that goes for people also, I guess when I think of this, I think of two different types of people, the type of people that are going into this to really enhance their own life. And then the type of people are going into this and they're trying to enhance other people's lives, like actually running a spiritual business. Uh, I think that's that's something that uh, like you may not teach mediumship. Sarah is uh, like, I'll let you tell. I'm kind of getting off track here because it's something that 
is just really interesting to me that you've done. Sarah actually worked with a detective and uh, learned a lot, a psychic detective, and learned a lot about missing people and photographs. So is your trigger uh, photographs? I have to ask that. Yeah, um, seeing people visually, it's their eyes. It's real. It's so my husband was like, oh, you're just reading their body language. No, I just look at their eyes. And I've always been that way in real life, too. Like, if there's somebody that I don't feel comfortable with, I will not look them in the eyes. And, you know, other people might think that's rude, but I don't want to connect to someone's energy if I don't feel safe around them. So, yeah, seeing their eyes. And um, what's interesting is my mentor, one of them, uh, Pam Coronado, in the class, she said that mediums often have trouble reading photographs because the photos almost like they behave almost like the the well they have they have trouble determining uh, dead or alive from a photo, which is one of my specialties. But mediums, it's the opposite because they see the dead people as animated, almost like one of those Harry Potter postcards where it's like you know a three D hologram dancing around. However. I feel I'm very mediumistic about animals because animal photos always feel animated to me, even when I know the animal is not living anymore. I used to be a pet sitter for four years, so I'm very connected to dogs and cats. That Well, and they connect in the same type of ways, like with mediumship and psychic abilities. I, and living things. That's not something we talk about too often, but the basics of uh, psychic abilities is that we're all connected as one, all living things and even some non-living things. And so I think that that's something that a lot of people, when they're stepping into this, that is kind of like overwhelming to them because you could spend an eternity uh, or your lifetime, your lifetime shorter. So we'll say your lifetime. You could spend your lifetime uh, trying to learn about different concepts when it comes to all this. So astrology, mediumship, um, uh, fortune telling, uh, so seeing the future. Um, uh, relationships is a big one, those types of things. I think you could spend a lifetime trying or learning about these things. So what you've done is actually like, that's awesome that you've been able to put it into a, a course and your, your talents are uh, just not much different, but we're different in that one little way that you uh, connect more heavily with people who are living. And mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I connect uh, more like mediumship is, is something that I guess I just kind of levitate to. I just enjoy. So I think that, uh, but you actually, you have mediumship abilities because otherwise. I do. I haven't done it for anyone else, but I connect through my loved ones in dreams a lot. And the the other day, can I share a little story? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The other day I was driving to my friend's birthday party and my husband was already there. And I was the last one getting there. They were playing disc golf earlier. So they were at this brewery. brewery and it was about an hour away because that's where they were playing disc golf. And it was like the road, the roads were not soaked, but just a little bit wet. And there was like black clouds in the sky. And there were signs on the road, like not signs from the universe, but literal signs that said slow down, you know, speeding laws enforced. I was like, whatever, I'll get there. And like, 
within a couple of, I'm not a speed demon, but I, I was going a little, little faster than I should. And within a couple minutes, I hear clear as a bell. My grandma said, Oh honey, you better slow down. And it wasn't like an ominous thing. It wasn't like she was scolding me. Um, so I was like, okay, grandma, I'm slowing down. And then like seconds later, four cars, bam, 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 like right in front of me. And I was so elated from hearing from my grandma who had, today's actually the anniversary. Well, today's her birthday. Um, today's the anniversary of one of my uncle's death. But I was so elated from like, oh my God, I, my grandma just talked to me that I was like numb from seeing the car accident. And I just like walked into the brewery like, like on clouds, pretty much. So I do have tendencies, I guess. I haven't ever done it for other people. Yeah, I, uh, you know, that's actually interesting because that is one of the hardest things that a medium can do, in my opinion, is actually connect with their own loved ones. That may sound odd, but like when my mom had passed away years ago, there was like a two week period that I felt like we were really connected. But it after that, like it was nothing, but it was a, a really extreme when it was happening. Like uh, my daughter's toys were going off. My daughter was talking to the wall in the middle of the night and just kept chattering. Happy as could be, just kept chattering and chattering. Finally, I got tired because I was overwhelmed. I was like, you have to let her go to bed. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, part of it was that it scared me, I think. And then the other part of it was just that I was just completely drained so as far as, uh, you, what are some other things? So we talk, what are some other things besides what we talk about in the Exploring Claire group that you're covering in your course? Um, how to open your third eye, um, how to do psychic protection. There's certain meditations. Now, I'm just going to clear up, like meditation is such a vague concept. We're just going to do fun visualization exercises um, for some of the, for some of the concepts before we do it. And just so that you know that you're always protected. So psychic protection is a huge one. Your stating your intention is another huge one grounding because I don't know about you, Sarah, but if I do a lot of readings in a row, <laughs> I feel like I'm this a little balloon floating around and then I get clumsy. So we're going to teach you how to ground. We're also going to go over the divination tools. So pendulums, tarot cards, automatic writing. This is also called channeling and uh, the I Ching crystals, but these are just tools to help you. You don't need to rely on them. Well, and you're, so you're doing a lot of different practice, uh, um, practicing and some exercises, which is a really good way to help people identify what is their strongest abilities, what abilities they can work on. And learning what your primary uh, ability is, is something that's really important because I think that people ask me or have asked me, and we've heard this a lot in the group. So I'll just ask you so you can answer it in your way. So, uh, how do I know if I have an experience that people want to know, like what Claire was it like, how do you, how you identify that? And I know how, how I answer that question, but I'm curious how you answer that question. So uh, let's say I, uh, 
am doing mediumship and I uh, am getting pictures of uh, flowers. So what Claire is that? And, and I, well, maybe I smell the flowers too. I was going to say, oh, if you just then it's, and if it's purely visual, then it's clairvoyant, which is eyes, visual, seeing. If you're smelling them, there is one called, I think it's Claire Gustin's, which is like taste. And then there's a smell one. I forget what it's called. But yeah, these are some of the more rare ones. Salience. Yeah, yeah they're salience. Like sometimes you'll smell maybe your grandfather's tobacco smoke. Like when you're in an area like that was meaningful to him. So yeah, it, um, I did see a question um, someone posted in the in the Claire's group today. Someone, she said, um, how come I don't get visualization or how come I don't get visual? I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forget exactly how you worded it, but I said, not everyone is going to have that. A lot of times it could come to you through hearing or through feeling. Like I'm also an empath. Um, so that means like I feel everything from other people and up until I got my Reiki attunement um, in my early 20s, like 15 years ago, I, it really like, it threw me off. I could not separate myself from other people. I was walking around like a live wire. But yeah, so your sense, um, meaning is it hearing? Is it seeing? Is it tasting? Is it feeling? That will determine which uh, Claire or which sense it is. So we all, we can have all of them. I feel like I have all of them, but visual is definitely my strongest. Well, and I think like, like you were describing, it can be several at once. And when you get new clairs that are developing, it seems like they often come in the form of like a secondary. So like when I started realizing that I had mediumship abilities at the level that I do, I was getting, most of it was clairaudient at first and then I realized I was seeing the people and then it like clicked with me that I was having clair clairvoyant visions and that I was clairvoyant too so I think that like you said they kind of shift in and out but we most of us have our strong clair um you uh somebody is asking for the link so I'm going to post the link here while we're talking okay. when okay so uh Another, so kind of simplified what types of exercises for uh, clairvoyance are you doing? Like just in general, it doesn't have to be a lot of detail, but. Um, we're going to do visualization exercises. You're going to give me a reading because who cares if you get it wrong? Yeah. Um, in the fears portion, we're definitely going to cover like, you can't be afraid of getting it wrong. Like I want you to get it wrong. Like I, the whole point is to get it wrong on me so that you can go off and read someone else and not worry about it. But um, yeah. I'm also going to teach you how to read from a neutral position so that you're not all up in your head like, what are they thinking of what I'm saying? You're going to read from your third eye neutrally. So in what ways would this benefit somebody who is had considered um, like not only is it going to give them confidence, but it, for people that have considered doing readings for other people or who have 
kind of just dabbled in that maybe for their friends? In what ways is the would the course help? Or I know, I mean, I know that that's one of the kind of one of the focuses. Um, in what ways does the course help people who are doing that? You're going to have a step by step roadmap and a little it's like you'll be able to automatically turn this on for yourself at will and then turn it off. So you'll be able to control it. And then if you go into a crowd or somewhere where you don't want to see all the things or feel all the things, you'll be able to control it. Because for me, that was one of the biggest things. But if you want to read on a psychic hotline where you need quick information, that's really going to help you as well when this becomes automatic for you. So I'm going to teach you an established reading routine that will help you turn this on at will. Well, and you know, that's something that's one of the biggest differences between your experiences and my experiences is you've read on the, we talked about that at some points uh, yeah. you've read on the psychic hotline. So transitioning um, like I couldn't personally, like it takes me a lot longer to do that um, or to come up with an answer. And I actually don't like not Don't like I, I'm more comfortable reading by myself uh, remotely than I am sitting in front of people because I actually get their energy. Yes, I do that too. Emotion and it uh, like sidetracks me, like uh, makes it so I'm not paying attention to, uh, you know, my my clairs or my uh, abilities. I'm trying like, you know, absorbing their thoughts and feelings. So I'm going to give you my neutral reading routine um, when we're done this. My, okay. I'm going to you how to read neutrally so that when you're around someone who's crying or emotional or you know angry you don't feel that so that you can focus on what you're getting and not what they're pushing at you and this was <laughs> as someone who is very clairsentient and an empath meaning I'm always it's like I'm an octopus and I'm feeling them yeah. <laughs> I'm like what are you feeling right now it's like um that's what reading from your third eye, reading neutrally does for you. You will not be distracted by them at all. Now, I don't love the psychic hotlines, but I do love them because it led me to where I am today. I don't, I don't, I haven't read on them in a while. I have my own Etsy store and I took Sarah Harvey's Etsy course. That's how we found each other. And um, she invited me to be on a Facebook Live. And I just want to share a little side note that, like, the first time you invited me to do a Facebook Live, I was fighting with myself for weeks. Like, I'm going to say I'm sick. I'm going to cancel. I can't do this. And then I was like, you know what? You committed to this. You do it. You know, my inner uh, mother was telling myself, like, you do it. And it was like, it was so fun and it was so rewarding and it just like flowed out of me naturally. And so many people were like, I'm so glad you did it. I loved this. And I was like, I did not die. And that's what I want for you guys, not to jump on a Facebook live, but to not let your fear stop you because this stuff might seem scary and like out there, but it really is lighthearted and joyful to be able to connect with people like this. Cause we're all connected anyway. Many bodies, one mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, and listen, so I, I was doing one-on-one -on -one psychic development uh, for a while, and I've been kind of focusing more on uh, helping people or helping psychics uh, 
na uh, navigate Etsy and work on their Etsy shop. But I have a, there's a fun story I have about someone that's in our group that, it, that I did psychic development with. And she, it was so interesting because one thing that you don't realize before you do psychic development is that when you're connecting with another psychic, they have, they understand separating your clairs and identifying them. They understand how to bring out the other clairs, how to identify them. And so the, the person that I uh, worked with um, and still am good, like friends with, we talk a lot. Uh, she didn't know that she, she read for the psychic hotlines and she did a lot of love readings and that kind of thing. She's like, I don't know if I want to do all that anymore, Sarah. I love what I do, but I would like to kind of branch out. And so one of the things uh, that we did was photographs and seeing the transition, like it, it gave her the confidence she needed, like, oh my goodness. So Sarah, like I'm, uh, when you, in your course, you probably talk about this in, in maybe a different way than I kind of perceive it, but past, present, future, right? Yes. So my idea with the psychic, uh, uh, abilities is that there's a past we can dig into the past we know things about people's past we can dig into the present and know things about the present and then the future I'm more um, past and future oriented she is extremely good at the here and now so when I gave her these photographs I was like they were people I knew a lot about uh, things I knew a lot about and I gave her these photographs and she went through them and it was funny because the things that she identified were different than I than I would identify for the photos, but it was on point. She goes, "There's a river somewhere. There's a river close to him," and I I was just like, "How did like?" It was so present oriented. It was interesting. So I thought that was like a fun thing. But those are the kinds of things that you're able to bring out when you actually take a psychic development course. And I think a lot of people like struggle in the beginning not just controlling it, but um, not being overwhelmed when they're around other people, especially people who yes. are like negative or like, uh, especially with people who are clarempathic. So what would you say uh, for people that are clarempathic and that, and they're struggling? Um, so how to deal with Debbie Downers and other <laughs> negative yeah. uh, people in your life when you're around them? Uh, this is a simple thing that I started to do. I learned from my aunt, who is actually a Reiki master. But she said, just wear a hat when you're around them. So, or when you're going to go into a crowd, because the reason why it works is because it covers your crown chakra, which is, you know, our spiritual center. It's sometimes how we connect to people, how yeah. we pick up other information. If you cover it, you don't have to, you don't have to feel it. You can also just make the intention. So many times our expectations get us into trouble. Like, oh, I know I'm going to feel like crap. They're going to ask me about this. They're going to be judgy. And our, expert our expectations are often fulfilled. But if you make your own intention, like, you know what? I intend to not let them knock me off my um, good mood and, you know, just try it. And I know that seems simple, but a lot of this stuff is deceptively simple. What I also love to do is that I have like 
go-to questions that I can ask to bring out the best in someone. Like if I know I'm going to be on the phone um, with a certain person who complains a lot, like then I can be like, what was the best part of your day? Tell me what was the best part of your week? What are you looking forward to this week? What fun thing are you going to do this weekend? So you have the power. You get to be in control. They do not run the show. I am all about empowering you. Well, you know, I, I have a this may this is going to make me seem like a jerk in some sense, but no I was, I got I got so overwhelmed by the negativity, and I was actually the manager. But after a while, I was just like, I can't I can't fix this. And so one day, I just decided to bring suckers to work. You mean lollipops? Yeah. Because <laughs> I love it. you can't complain. Like yeah. you're you're just happy, your mouth is full, like you can't complain. And That's I genius. just I just got a kick out of it. That's all. There's there's a granola bar commercial, I forget what it was like years ago. It said Chewy stops the chatter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, another thing you can do is like if you're really overwhelmed, just excuse yourself and go to the bathroom and just take some deep breaths and just like intend to disconnect from them. Like if you're having trouble disconnecting from a person, whether it's a family member or just some rando you saw in public or it's a client, think of five differences. Like, you know what? I'm a female. I'm 39. I live in North. I live in the woods. Like, you know what I mean? Like separate yourself. That's all it takes. So some of the, now, one of the things that you and I talked about before we jumped on live is that uh, people have uh, a struggle between fear and intuition. So kind of talk a little bit about that. I know we kind of touched on it in the last video that we did together, but I think that there was more to it that you wanted to talk about. Absolutely. I think we could do a whole live about this if we wanted to. Like, this is one of the questions that People ask me all the time. Now, um, I'm just going to preface this with, I don't believe if you're afraid that you should ignore that. I think that you should let yourself feel your feelings and ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling this way? What is it about this person or situation that is bringing this up for me? Is this reminding me of someone or a certain situation in my past, or am I just triggered? Uh, with that said, if you're just triggered because it's new and it's like something you've never done before, don't let fear stop you. But the difference between I got to consciously make myself slow down because I feel like sometimes I'm just channeling and I'm just like, so, I do that. yeah, <laughs> the difference between fear and intuition is intuition feels good. Yeah. yeah or neutral. You know, it's not going to be like. Um, move your car or you're going to die. And I'll be like, hey, move your car or hey, slow down. Um, for example, I get a lot of intuitive, me and other people will get a lot of intuitive hits when we're doing something else like washing the dishes, going for a walk. Driving is a big one because if you've been driving for a long time, it's automatic. So you're not thinking about it. Like, have you ever driven somewhere and then you're like, oh, my God, how did I get here? I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah. You're, oh, accessing, yeah. <laughs> you're accessing your subconscious mind. So your subconscious mind is driving your car. 
and it gives your intuition a chance to come out because you're you know you could be focused on one one other thing so you're not trying and that's the key like to all this is relaxing into it if you're trying to be intuitive you're stopping the flow it's all about letting it in so yeah intuition comes out of the blue it will feel neutral or good and um whereas fear you we all know what fear feels like it's highly charged it gives you sweaty palms sometimes your stomach will feel feel weird and i gave this example um let's say i'm about to get on an elevator and i see a guy in there who gives me the creeps i'm not getting on that elevator even if it's just right. fear because i'm afraid for a reason and i'm not going to be in a death chamber by myself trapped for a minute with someone i don't trust you know what i mean yeah so, i get there is there for a reason and um there's actually a book that i highly recommend you all read especially if you're a woman it's called the gift of fear by gavin de becker and um pam my psychic detective mentor she recommends this too i read this book you'll read it like in a night you'll binge read it he is very intuitive and um he talks about like using your fear for good. So fear isn't always bad even though it doesn't feel good. But yeah, that's how to know the difference is like fear doesn't feel good whereas intuition will be neutral or it will fear feel good. Like let's say I'm walking my dog and I hear something in the bushes behind me. If I feel a neutral like um you better run home uh or it wouldn't say you better it'd be like run home. Um Maybe I'll pick up my little dog and run home. But if I'm like, "Oh my god, there's a bear behind me." Oh my god, like you know what I mean? Maybe it's nothing, but you know, because I have a fear of wild animals, there's a reason why I'm feeling that. It's my trigger. <laughs> you know, could be wrong about it. You are are you in the Appalachian Mountains where you're at? Yeah, I do. I live near the Blue Ridge Mountains and the Appalachian Trail goes through here. I live right outside of Asheville, North Carolina. It is gorgeous here. So yeah, we're very wooded. Um my old house, we moved uh 2 years ago from another area in Asheville. We saw bears in our yard every day and I was terrified. <laughs> I haven't seen a bear around here, so but I'm sure they're there. I don't know if I'd want to leave the house with bears outside. Yeah. It's like I walk little dogs. Yeah, so. that doesn't look like Winnie the Pooh to me. Yeah, exactly. So, so this I was writing down as you were talking because that helps you sure. keep me from interrupting. Uh that was a little something that I learned a while ago when I cuz I talk too. I that's funny that you say that that you get to talking because I especially when I first started Like if I have an idea, like I, it's just like word vomit, and I just want to get excited about sharing it. Uh, Me too. And a lot of clairaudient people do that. Like I'm sorry, but I'm an interrupter sometimes because I'm I, afraid I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I started writing stuff down because I'm I catch myself doing that. Carla says, uh, <laughs> Carla says, I use the five differences all the time. So powerful. I've never heard of that before. So that's interesting to me. I think so, I got it from one of the trillions of, well, not trillions, one of the many books I've read. I read like a book a night, it feels like. 
I, I, the kids wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> they're older now, so they're a little better about it. But uh, that's why I always do the audio or the audio books for the most part. Oh so, yeah, love it. One of the things that I had heard a long time ago or read in the group a long time ago was somebody had said that their spirit guides uh, had are negative with them. And I kind of already know what you're, where you're going to go with this, but I really want you to address that because I think that's something that you're, you're the perfect person to address that. So what would you say to somebody who thought that their spirit guides were speaking negatively to them? Um, well, your spirit guides are coming to you from a place of pure love, usually. So they're not going to get negative with you. So it's either your inner critic talking or something else that I am not an expert in. Okay. <laughs> Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I I thought that there was a bit, there have been some other things that um, I think some of the reasons why I think your course is important is because when we're starting out, we have a lot of challenges as an individual that not everyone uh, can or is experiencing like we experience in our day-to-day -day life. And there's a lot of misconceptions and there's a lot of bad information. And when I say this, like, I don't mean to put anyone else online down, but you know, everything you read on Google is not right. That's uh, so true. And like, I actually, this logical, like 70 year old dude that I met at my cousin's house on a trip recently was like, oh, you shouldn't read. He's like, you're a tarot reader. You'll, you'll get like negative spirits attached to you. And I was like, that has never happened to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not worried about it. Now there's well, thing, if, if you have that belief, can you draw it to yourself? Sure. But yeah. In my course, we talk a lot about like improving your beliefs, protecting yourself. I would say more like keeping yourself safe, which has like a more uh, soothing feeling because I don't feel like I need to be protected from anyone except other people. OK, <laughs> well, and that's funny that people have that opinion because we've um, and that's why I wanted to address the bad information, because yes. um I got to make sure I write down so I don't forget as we're talking what I what I wanted to talk. Oh, so uh, one of the things that I would say is now when I'm talking about bad information, guys, like like it is nothing against anybody else that writes things or whatever. But sometimes you have people that are writing content that they're getting it. They're copying it from somewhere else and they're posting it on like blog posts and this and that or it's not even the person that's actually supposed to be the author that's uh, created it. Um, I've read like, so we know the Claire's and we know what the difference of each Claire is in our group. But one of the things that I noticed is um, a lot of people, and this is nothing, this is just something people learn is that a lot of people think Claire sentience and Claire empathy are the same exact thing. And as I've, I've found other things online about different stuff, but a lot of people think they're the same thing. They're described as the same thing a lot, but they're not the same thing because clairsentience is more of a physical feeling. So like your stomach will hurt or right. you get a headache or that type of thing. Clair empathy, or some people refer to it as an empath. Um, when we think about empaths, guys, uh, that's a really commonly used term nowadays. 
But the biggest difference between what we, what society would think is an empath and what we would consider an empath is somebody who's uh, absorbing emotions from other people. So this could be like watching television or, um, or listening to music and just absorbing that, or even from another person. So that's one thing that I noticed. Especially that- from another person, because, and that's why I advocate, like, if you're suddenly angry after being around someone, just stop and ask yourself, does this feeling even belong to me? Yeah. Yeah, I think that is, and so I think that's important to just identify the information that you're getting and make sure that it's not, because not everything on Pinterest is accurate, too. I don't know yeah. if you guys have ever tried a recipe on Pinterest, but <laughs> Pinterest fails. <laughs> uh, and not all the recipes are accurate. I've noticed that. <laughs> it isn't necessary. I'd like to think it isn't my fault, but maybe it is. Who knows? It's not your fault. Raise now, your hand if you've had a mug cake explode all over your microwave. <laughs> microwave, yeah. I, uh, I've i tried recipes on Pinterest and the, the stuff was wrong. And I just thought, well, maybe I should go and look on like res- allrecipes.com or yeah. something that I know is more reliable. But that's what you're bringing. Uh, when you're bringing this course uh, to people and you're offering it to people, I really feel like that is what you're doing. You're taking that, all that noise and all that information that is just shoved out there. And you've had the years of experience to filter through this and to understand not just your own abilities, but other people's abilities and to be able to navigate around that and do it in a safe way. So when that old man uh, said that you're going to, attract negative spirits um this is something i kind of want to talk about too because we might as well talk about you and i will have good conversation about this so people's opinions everybody has an opinion and i don't like to push my mine on anyone else and i know you don't either like it's their their right to have an opinion and like with the older man you know what position you're in when you're talking i'm not trying to change his mind i'm just trying to like Yep, I'm just going to go my merry way. I'm never going to see you again, so who cares? (laughs) So one of the things that we've heard about a lot recently on um, social media, and I think somebody posted it to the group, and I'm not sure. I wish I could remember. I think it was Jamie. um, Posted it to the group that about a woman who, similar to Doreen Virtue, who had transitioned uh, from being a tarot reader to – a Christian, like just a full on Christian and did not, no longer believes in the tarot. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is never to bash them and their beliefs. However, one of the things that I want to uh, be able to talk about and like see what, cause I think you probably have some similar opinions about that. Like, what would you say to somebody who is struggling uh, between those two things? Because it really, it's, you know, it's legitimately in the Bible that, uh, I forgot exactly what the uh, verse is, but it, somebody who says that you're bad, you're bad because you're a terror reader. Like, what do you say to that? Like, on not not to address their feelings, right, right, your feelings. Do you get okay. what I'm saying? Like, I do, I do get what you're saying. If somebody tells um, me I'm bad, how do I, like, how do I find confidence in myself? That's, I guess, what I'm saying. Well, if. Side note, if you love yourself, you don't need everyone to like you. And if you know, if you have confidence that these are not bad, then you're not going to buy into that. Really, someone who's triggered 
it's more about them than it is about you. So um, I have I have a lot of friends around here that are like, ooh, when I bring out my cards, like they want readings, they think it's awesome. And then I have friends that are creeped out by it. It's not my job to push it on them or try to convince them. It's my job to stay in my power, which, by the way, Jesus was a medium, guys. So <laughs> I humans wrote the Bible, though. Humans wrote the Bible. Keep that in mind. So not everything that's in there is, you know, Bible truth. Yeah. <laughs> I look in the Bible belt, by the way. Like, first thing people are close to it. First thing people ask you in the South is, what church do you go to? And I just said nature is my church because it is like I am very spiritual. Like I believe that everything has like a soul, even trees and like rocks. Yeah. Rocks can be a witness to a crime, by the way. I learned that in psychometry from one of my mentors. Um, Another thing that I didn't talk about, like side note, is like in my course, I teach you how to read for yourself without being biased. Because that's like a common pitfall is like, well, I want this to be the answer. So there's a lot of fun tricks um, and also how to find lost objects and how to change your dreams for the better. But, yeah, if someone thinks what I do is bad, it's not my job to change their mind. It's my job to stay in my power and, like, focus on the people that I can help. Like, um, a lot of times in some of the psychic groups, People get on like a tangent of like, this client gave me a bad review. And how do I, how do I never get a bad review on the psychic? Always get a chance. You just have to focus on the people who love you and who you know that you can help. So that's what I love about Etsy so much is like the clients are so high vibe and like they, they see me and like all the love that I put in it put it in this it's like it's not like a give me the answer as fast as possible it's like wow so it's like i i wish i had discovered you like years ago <laughs> and like you know i'm like a this this is not i uh, i guess a necessarily spiritual belief this is just a belief i have before i say this uh uh molly allstott says the lady in that video said an x and his friends were putting evil spells on her. Um, I, I want to talk about that because that's okay. uh, something that's important. But so here's my uh, belief. After I was in insurance, um, I learned something really important about the world. And for all of you guys that have a business that are listening, this is something that I truly, truly believe in. And I have a lot of funny reasons that I believe in it. But the basic, the basic belief that I have is if you pay somebody for a project, like if you have a salaried employee, um, you're not not if you had a salaried employee. Sorry, that's that might be stepping a little further. But if I have a project, so I'm uh, paying Sarah for a reading. I'm not paying for time. Right. Exactly. I'm not paying for time. Where that's the huge difference. So when I when I started to become and I call it a 1099 employee. When I became an independent contracted employee with um, the insurance company I worked with, I wasn't getting paid for time that I was working. I was getting paid for the policies that I sold. Uh, the results we deliver. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that that's the huge difference between the hotline and Etsy is that. You're not getting paid necessarily for your time. People have this really, and you wrote a book and you do a lot of things. So I know that you understand what I'm saying. People have this weird connection with time equaling money. 
And that is, and I'm guessing you probably talk about that in your book. I haven't got to that. Yeah, I do. Like time is a made up concept and like, so is money actually. <laughs> but yeah, people right. pay you for the, like, I'm sure my client. So I did an aura reading on a client yesterday and ordinarily I would have jumped right on it. Like she ordered it the night before. Of course I messaged her and was like, Hey, I'm going to get this to you tomorrow afternoon. I'm sorry. I keep moving. The lighting in here is weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm surrounded by windows, so it looks like I'm glowing. I'm not a ghost. But uh, she ordered it on uh, the other night, and I said, I'm going to get this to you tomorrow afternoon. Thanks for your patience. And she said, oh, my God, that is so fast. So, like, me, like, coming from the hotlines, thinking, like, worried, like, she's going to be, like, where is my reading? She was like, this is so fast. And she, after I did the reading, which took me about 15 minutes, she said in a review, I cannot believe the amount of value she delivers for this price. I raised my prices. <laughs> but I'm sure if I told her I did this in 15 minutes, she wouldn't be like, oh, this sucks now. She would be like, you're amazing. Like, yeah. if you go to um, a fancy restaurant and you eat a delicious meal, you're probably more impressed if you're like, they whipped this up in 10 minutes. Not like this had to, they had to slave away for four hours to make this. You know what I mean? And I know that you looked at it ahead of time. So the truth is that you really didn't do it. You wrote it in 15 minutes, but you had thought about it. I was thinking about it for hours. (laughs) Just like, not like, not concentrating like hard work, but in the back of my mind. Right. It was on the back of my mind and I was just letting it simmer so that when I delivered it, it just flowed right out of me. That's the difference between, you know, someone who a professional, you know, someone who um, expects a certain result, but they don't care how much time it takes. Most people won't. I noticed that. So if I see, uh, I read the questions that the person has and what reading. Yeah, I read her question. And then, uh, especially for like mediumship, if I get it at night when I'm, you know, worn out from the day, I I will pull the picture up. I just let them know, you know, I'm going to get their reading to them. And then I'll look at the picture, though, and then I just let that. So the truth is, is because I do that same exact thing. It takes me, you know, 15, 20 minutes to type everything up. But uh, depending on the uh, reading, but the actual process that we go through is really longer than the 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm so the glad you said that too, because I don't want people to think like that. I don't care about this. Like yeah. this is my life work. My life's yeah. work. Like I feel like I'm living my purpose. So, yeah. but, but yeah, I, 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 so I anybody just, who doesn't know the process, like that's the kind of process that we're going through, and that's the kind of thing you're teaching in your course. Exactly. And the kinds of like, I'm not going to teach you like, you need to be clear and have no thoughts in your mind. No, I'm going to teach you to use the stuff that's already running through your head to deliver an amazing reading because you're thinking those thoughts for a reading or a reason. (laughs) I'll give you an example. My grandma or my grandpa, he used to go to the horse racetracks when I was a kid and he would take me with them sometimes and let me pick winners. And he would be like, okay, what do you think? He would show me the list of names and I could read at that point. I was like six or seven. He would show me the list of horse names and be like, what do you think? And I would see a horse name like um, 
Santa's little or Santa's little helper is from The Simpsons, but that is, that is <laughs> I'm gonna be a horse thing like Santa's little helper and um, think, oh, it's almost or I love Christmas or you know think of a think of something like totally unrelated. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll give you a real example. Like there was a horse that had like a beachy name, and I had a burrito that day, and I started to think about the first time I ever had a burrito. And it was in Hawaii, and I thought of, like, mermaids and how my my grandpa, like, reminded me of a sailor. And me and my friends used to sing little mermaid songs. And so I picked the horse, and the horse ended up winning, and he was like, how'd you do that? And I was like, it's because of mermaids. (laughs) It's just like, you know, the associations that you have with things, like, they are there for a reason. The things you think are there for a reason. Like, I don't know who puts these thoughts in my head, but they're there. <laughs> it's kind of like when people say, if you could only uh, be in my head for like 10 minutes, like people would be <laughs> like, what is yeah. she darting around like a squirrel? I think that's yeah, really- I want to leave if you were in my head. <laughs> so I want to address what, because Molly's, okay. Uh, I want to, Carla has a question and well, I just want to ask real quick before we get to Carla's question, um, evil spells. So I do realize that there are, because this is kind of outside of our spectrum a bit, right? So I do realize that there are, we know there's evil entities, um, demonic entities. We know that um, those things exist. We know that spells are, I I believe spells are a powerful thing. But when it comes Spells to are just moving energy, just like manifesting, and it can be used for bad or good. Like, yeah. So this girl, apparently in that video that I was talking about, the, the one that was like Doreen Virtue, she went from right. terror to um, Christianity. So she said that uh, in the video, I didn't watch the whole thing. I got too. I didn't watch ago. any of it. I was like, uh. <laughs> I, got, I got bored after a few minutes, but uh yeah, evil spells. So she thought her boyfriend and his friend were casting evil spells. So I guess without getting into too great of detail, um, somebody that thinks that maybe they could um, attract something negative when they're practicing. I know that's something that you address, but what would you say to them? So if I told you them, I'm uh, just a little afraid. To yeah, let's the- role play. Yeah, role yeah. play. Perfect. So I'm just a little afraid to take your course because I, I, my dad says that this is negative and that it could attract uh, bad entities. So what would you say to that? I would say to that, that um, the, one of the main sections, like the whole beginning of my course is about feeling confident, feeling safe, psychic protection, which is huge. And it's all about your beliefs. So Um, I don't really believe in demons, but I believe in people with negative intent. So um, if you believe in that, I definitely want you to feel safe when you're regardless of what it is. So I would say right now I'm picturing you surrounded by white light. I'm asking Archangel Michael. I'm not religious at all, but I'm very spiritual. I'm asking Archangel Michael to be with you. And it's not your job to convince your dad, but I don't want to convince people to take my course if they're not interested in it. I want people who say, hell yeah, I'm in. But 
I want my whole thing is about empowering people, making them feel confident and not afraid because just doing something new can be a little scary and like make you feel unsafe, especially because of like what's called the witch wound. Um, it's like a lot of us feel scared to speak out and be powerful because, uh, you know, so long ago people were burned for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, and I've watched uh, those types of things interest me in history and how I'm those. Very intrigued. <laughs> I want to go to Salem. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with that. And I think some of the things that happened didn't make any sense. But that is a whole different topic. So uh, Carla Myra says, do you feel it necessary to have specific rituals to get in the zone or et cetera? I find that rituals and long processes don't appeal to me and dread them. So I try to keep things quick, simple, yet powerful. So Carla has a background in um, uh, the psychic hotlines too, just to kind of give you some, the, I guess the background for that. I know who Carla is, but you can explain to those who are watching. Hey, Carla, thanks for hopping on. <laughs> oh, yeah, so she has a background in, uh, so she's basically asking guys if there's, um, if there's anything wrong with her uh, making these rituals for herself quick, easy, and simple. But yet no, that's my whole thing. I'm all about quick, easy, and simple because I don't want some boring, a uh, long drawn out process. You don't have time to do an hour long meditation before you jump. Like I know I don't, um, especially like if your focus is on now, not everybody who takes my course wants to be a professional, but right. if you want to make some money for the, from this, usually the first step is a psychic hotline. You don't have an hour to do it. I, my rituals are my, my thing is about making this automatic for you. We're going to sandwich it in between the habits that you already have. And maybe watching the video might take you 10, 15 minutes for this section, but you'll be able to do it in like three minutes. Well, and I think that that's one thing that people, I'm glad that we talked about how we do readings because I think that it's easy to underplay it and it's easy to overplay it. Like I think sometimes people think that, uh, the processes that we go through for grounding, it's like us sitting like uh, a monk all day long. This is not the case. Um, so when people say they don't have time for meditation, it's funny to me because those are the types of things like this is a self-care type of thing. And you have to make time to do those types of things, because if you don't make time to do those types of things, you are going to be slowed down. Uh, the world will slow you down. So uh I think that stuff's important. So I think that pointing out that the rituals that uh, that you're teaching are simple and easy to use and that you're getting it um, to work around people's everyday life. I think that that's something that is important that that's what makes you you honestly, is that you have a way of taking things that may seem so complicated and just simplifying them and making them um, it, easy to in it or it's easy to utilize in everyday life and Thank you. So I'm, I'm actually I'm really glad that you decided to put this course together because I think that there is like when we talk uh, between each other we know that there's a lot of uh, things that are out there that we've sifted through that is just 
I don't know, not like there's a lot of bad people out there in the world, but I think that I think that uh, the you creating the course with the intentions to be able to help people grow within their abilities and to learn more and protect themselves. I think that's important. Like, I think it's it's something that we needed in the group. Uh, I know I did that. You guys probably know I did one a while back, but it doesn't go into this is why we're talking about uh, Sarah's course, because it doesn't go into the great detail that your course does. And it's kind of uh, just about each Claire. You're going beyond that. You're going into um, different exercises that you're doing outside of uh, just the Claire's and how to uh, you're going a, a little bit different direction with the protection, which is actually good because it's kind of an extended uh, extension yes. of uh, a lot of what uh, I talked about because I talked about it on a really basic level. But uh, your course is not just for people for people who are brand new to this. Your course is actually for people who are um, wanting to tune in to different uh, psychic abilities as well, right? Absolutely. So if you're a brand new beginner, this is going to make you feel like, oh my God, this is so much easier because I've been studying this stuff for like, since I was like 14 and I'm almost, I'm going to be 40 this year. So it's like, you're getting like my brain, not everything for my brain, but like a condensed version, like in a step-by-step like video form that's going to make it so much faster and easier for me. Like if you have time to read couple thousand books and have all the money to study with my mentors, go do it. But maybe you don't want to take like 24 years of your life. So the difference is, is there somebody that did it before you? And yes, it's so much easier when you like, I I was on Etsy before, but I took your course because I was like, well, I want to, I want to, I'm an Etsy psychic and it's become my main business. And I was like, I need someone who is in the psychic world because I need I need that knowledge, like not just like a random Etsy stuff. And it's just helped so much. You know, something that we haven't talked about is that when every one of us gets on camera, because, you know, Christina Quick um, oh, I love and, her. <laughs> yeah, and, and the people that she works with. And I, I actually I took her course and it's amazing. And I love what they do. One of the things that I think every single one of us has in common, because we're all different, is that when we get on lives, you will hear us talk about mentors that we've had. So when I'm bringing this up, I'm telling you that, like, for us, it's our it's our business that we uh, were, not just our business, but our own spirituality that we were um, adding to and learning more about. But I think that that's something that you should know is that it's so easy for people to say, cause that was me. Like I'm to be quite honest, guys, I'm kind of cheap. <laughs> uh, so, but so I always think to myself, am I, could I do this on my own or do I need someone to help me? And at some point in my business, I decided that if I was going to actually grow and learn that I was going to need those years of experience condensed for me. And I think that's the one thing that, when you said that, I think that's something that should really like, that's a huge part of what this is about is that you're taking, you are not, you're not going to be 40. There's no way. I am. I'm 39 years old. You look darn good for 39. Born in 1981. Thank you so much. It's puppy kisses. Puppy kisses. They like <laughs> your whole face. There's a solution in it that helps. 
Uh, yes, mountain of youth. <laughs> so uh, I think that that's something that is really important to recognize is when we talk about all the different things that you've done, uh, you have a lot of experience in different areas and you've had a lot of different mentors. So the fact that you're doing this and you're condensing it down and simplifying it for people is awesome to me because not everyone simplifies it. I think we hear uh, like some people and I, everybody does things their own way. But personally, I like things to be simple and easy and under, be able to understand. I don't like it to be too woo-woo and out there because then uh, it's harder for people that are new to uh, relate and understand and get on board with uh, with learning about their abilities. Yeah, you're right. And that's why I don't use like the buzzwords. And I mean, I do use keywords in my profiles, but I'm not going to be like, you know, on the the prof the uh, psychic hotlines, it's like every other profile says, I'm a seventh generation natural clairvoyant. It's like, just tell people what you can do. You know what I mean? But well, um, to what you to what you said before, um, I'm honored. Thank you so much. But this is not just for you if you want to have a psychic business, because not everyone does. But being more intuitive just makes your life so much easier because you'll feel that peaceful feeling like I am always guided. I know what to do. I have the power to handle this. Yeah, embracing it and having somebody that has an idea of what you're going through, and it just it makes a huge difference. Uh, Molly must be Molly must be getting kicked off because she's been off and on and off and on. Um, Facebook Live has been funky. I watched her live yesterday, and it it, it it like completely shut our comments down for some reason. I couldn't see uh -huh. my own comments, so I was making jokes. Nobody could see him. Mercury, Mercury retrograde. Yeah. yeah. So uh, now let's see. Challenges. So as far we and you talked about. So by the time people are done with your course, just so we can kind of talk about that once sure. more. By the time someone's done with your course, what uh, what are they going to find that's different that they've learned? You're just going to feel this sense of like. Oh my gosh, I had this all along. I just needed to tune into it and follow these steps. And here we go. Boom. And if you already have these abilities and you just want to deepen them or learn other ones, you're going to just see like how practical it really is. Like follow this step. This will happen. Uh, do this game. This will happen. You know, and each time you do the exercises or watch the videos, because this is a course that you can have forever, you're going to learn something new each time because it's like I watch the same movies over and over sometimes. Like every Groundhog Day, I watch Groundhog Day. And each time I'm like, hey, I didn't realize that the groundhog was in the car the whole time. And it, it's kind of like that. Like you don't know what you don't know. It's like your mind is going to be more open you're going to be more ready to see these, these things the second time around. So I, I put so much value into this. I want you to keep watching this like 20 years from now. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's important because it's all a process. So as they're working through 
and there, people are working through this at their own pace, which is yes, yes. Huge. There's no like you don't have to turn in homework to me. Like there's no grades. There's no like you're a bad student if you don't do this. <laughs> you can take a whole year to do it if you want, um, but. If you don't have the time right now and you're interested, I still suggest you use Sarah's discount code, which is Sarah Harvey, and grab it now because I'm going to double the price in July just because I put so much value, time, effort, and work into this. Like, I need to be compensated for it. But I want people who and vibe with it to get on it. <laughs> so it's, I think we talked about it and the, coup the coupon code. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I shared it in the comments. Um, okay. It's S-A-R-A-H-H-E-R-V-E-Y. And then I got the link in there. If you're rewatching this on YouTube, it'll be in the description below. If you're listening to this on the podcast, on the Psychic Medium School podcast, you can uh, click in the description and you'll be able to find it. Carla Myra says, how many hours is it, your course? Oh, you know, that's a good question. I'm only halfway done filming it. So I would say I'm going to estimate like six hours. That's, I, that's a lot of content. That is a lot of content. So it would be like a six week program by the time they're done. If they're doing if, if you did it week by week, if you want to binge watch it. <laughs> I binge watch uh, it. Go at your own pace. Six hours. It might be less. It might be a little more. But I'm just drawn out the top of my head. And then you said that there was going to be a Facebook group. Uh, there is a Facebook group that goes with it. Yes. I think that is probably one of the most, uh, the courses gold. But then when you add that, uh, the group along with it, I really think that that's huge because then you're able to talk to people um, and answer different questions that they have on uh, after they've watched the videos and as they're working through their progress. I think that's right. awesome. Community support, like being around like-minded people is so important when you're learning this, maybe even more important than like the course itself, because just being in the energy of someone who is a confident psychic is going to help you put you in there, um, in that energy, help you link up to that vibration. Like this is possible. This is what's possible. This is, this can happen for me too. I feel that. So, yeah, definitely. And I think a lot of what you do, it's, I can kind of categorize the things you do. Like now you're getting more into um, not just develop, but development, but manifestation. Oh, and, I am such a manifester. I'm so glad yeah. you said I think that's a huge part because, I mean, when you're uh, putting people or surrounding yourself with like-minded people, you're learning how to manifest on a different level. And that's something that you do. Uh, that is amazing. Like you, you have got uh, that down to a T and like when you, with your book, that was, uh, you talked about prosperity and basically that comes right down to manifestation. And mm -hmm. so basically I really feel like those two things that you've done really go well together, honestly. Thank you like, so much. Yeah. Like I wanted to Basically, in my book, Rich Witch, I think it's on sale for 99 cents today on Amazon. Um, on a, if you guys want to check it out. Um, if not, no worries. That's cool, too. You can watch Sarah Harvey interview me about it a couple weeks ago on her YouTube channel. But um, I wanted to write the book because I wanted to talk about, like, 
I don't consider myself a witch, even though that's my brand is like a whimsical, intuitive, taking creatives higher. I'm just a magical person though. Like I'm all imagination. I'm all right brain. I'm all creativity. And like, I love taking people with me. And I was like, there needs to be manifesting and magic like married together because it's very similar. It's very much the same thing. It's just called something else. You're just moving energy. That's all you're doing. That's what I heard you say earlier when we were talking is that it's just a transfer of energy. And I think that that's what um, when uh, Misty Bass and I were talking about spells, because she actually she does identify as uh, I think she's she's Wiccan and she does identify as a witch. I had to think about that um, because I don't think that was always the case that it, she was Wiccan. I think she started out uh, like really with paganism. But the point mm-hmm. is that I I had mentioned something that I or asked her if it had a lot to with spells if it had a lot to do with intention, manifestation, and affirmations, because really when people are doing spells, there's affirmations in them. Yeah. Yeah. Your words are powerful. Yeah. And so when she was talking about spells, it was funny because she said, you don't need a whole lot. And then, so then as I was thinking about it, it just, by saying you don't need a whole lot of tools, which is true. It tells me that it's, uh, that the manifestation portion is like really powerful. The affirmation portion. It's your belief. Your belief is so crucial. So the, your course is going to be released in on July 1st. And be, yes. And this discount code Sarah Harvey is good for two weeks, I believe. Okay, that's perfect. And I think you said it was like $75 off. $75 off. So you guys can get in for $225. You can have it forever. Comes with the Facebook group. It's a huge value. Even if you never want to do this for a living, even if you just want to do this for yourself or others close to you, you're going to get so much out of it and just feel like, oh, I have that missing piece. Yeah, I like that. I think it the fact that you're uh, catering to, I guess I catering, that sounds like a weird word. The fact <laughs> that you're helping people at all different levels in their spiritual journey. I think that's really important for people to understand. So if you've been doing this for a while and you want to hone in on certain things, that's what she's going to be able to teach you how to do, which I think is all people too. So do you have anything that you want to add? I just want to say thank you so much. Like, um, my intuition led me to Sarah Harvey, believe it or not. So, and like, like she asked me why I created the course. I'm just following signs from the universe at this point, following my intuition, following the breadcrumbs. And, um, you know, people like Sarah invited me to do things. And it's like, it gave me the confidence. So it's like in my, uh, in all of my businesses, I always have like a teacher teaching mentorship role I become and it's just like it just feels really good like to be like helping other people reach their potential yeah I I think that's it you so you've been the you had been a student for a really long time and now you're stepping into in the last 10 years yes there's more into a mentor since you wrote the book your book Mm -hmm. more stepping into a mentoring role which I think is important you've got all that to be able to give back. So I think that's important. 
So I am so happy that you joined us today. I'm excited for your course. I'm But I hope everybody enjoyed this. And if you have questions for Sarah, just tag her in the comments below. But that discount code and the link is all in the information below. So if you guys are uh, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, definitely like this video and share it um, because there's probably people out there that you know that need to see this video. And maybe they're going through baby steps. They're just learning about their um, psychic gifts and they need some uh, help and Sarah is that person. Sarah is that person that's going to be able to go to their level and help bring them up and help them learn more about themselves. So I'm excited for you, Sarah. Thank you I'm so much for being on this. Oh, and make subscribe to Sarah Harvey's channel because two psychic Sarahs are going to chat more. <laughs> that's one. That's going to be our show name. Yeah, we're going to have a show. You guys have a good day. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>